Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Let's walk on Nelia Hat. She's going to tell you how art can save the world. She's a Canadian actress, so she's coming all the way live from uh, Canada. She's the host of Top 20 Podcasts in Canada called Giving Stars With You. She's the creator of the Ukululu Project and the founder and CEO of Travel Life Gift. She's amazing. So please welcome her to the stage. Thank you, Nirika, for this opportunity to speak here today. Hi, everybody. I'm Nelia, and I'm thrilled to be here today. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a mother of a teenage boy, a wife, the creator of the Ukulele Project, CEO of Travel Live Give, an author, and the podcast host of Giving Starts With You. But most importantly, I'm a dreamer, and I'm a human being. Today, I wanted to share with you why I believe art can save the world. You see, experiencing a work of art is equivalent to a sneak peek into the artist's soul. It's like a snapshot of that time and place within the artist's reality. At that given moment in time, we can learn so much by looking at other people's art and our creations as well. It can unveil shadows and tell truths or mask what we don't want others to see. But in the end, art makes us feel. I wanna share something with all of you today. I know what it's like to wanna stop feeling because it can hurt too much. It can be overwhelming and just way too much to handle sometimes. I suppressed most of my feelings for 12 years after my father passed. And although art and giving back helped me, it was, it was through art and giving back that I was able to start my journey back to myself. But this is only one of the reasons why I believe art can save the world. Many of us um, have a difficult time describing what art is. Perhaps more people than we would think, because it can be challenging to explain something that is so fluid and freeing with a proper and stagnant definition. But instead, what if we ask the question, how does art make you feel? Well, then most of us would be able to answer that much more freely and without much thought or hesitation. We can probably all agree that art is created through various mediums, 
most of us think of fine art is drawing, painting, sculpture, photography, stained glass, music, and even the spoken word. You could even say that cooking, gardening, and travel are considered art as well. I define art as a feeling rather than something I can hold and touch. Most people would describe art as a product of our expression and emotion because it permits us to express our feelings, whether it's angst and pain, curiosity, hopelessness, joy, or celebration. And they would be entirely right. Others may describe art as something in which they can pour their passion into without judgment and create something that others can enjoy as well as themselves. And they would also be right. There is no right or wrong way to do, define, or create art. And there is no mine is better than yours mentality when it comes to art. I'm not sure how many of you can relate to this story, but I'd like to give you a glimpse of my introduction to the arts and how it changed my life. I grew up in a family where music was rampant and was a vital part of the fabric of our family. Yet it wasn't until I was a junior in high school that it changed me. <laughs> like many teenagers, I remember feeling like a misfit, like I didn't belong anywhere. I struggled to figure out who I was and what I was supposed to do with my life. I remember being a bit of a rebel, questioning authority and being vocal regarding what I believed in. And society kind of frowned on that. I was gently reminded that if you had nothing nice to say, that you shouldn't say anything at all. I struggled with this and I honestly couldn't understand why I had to be silenced if my beliefs were not the beliefs of the majority. I kept asking myself when expressing, when did expressing my opinion become something I needed to censor? Art allows me to be a person who is unafraid to express fully who I am. I was very grateful to have discovered art and music when I did in high school. I can still remember my high school music teacher, my idol, Mr. Farrar. Art saved my life in high school. I had now found something that accepted me, faults and all, a place where I felt safe to express myself honestly. I was no longer obsessed with what others thought of me. I no longer censored who I was. I no longer felt displaced. I was still a shy and quiet girl, but I was happy and I was accepting of her all because art accepted me. I was becoming more aware of what I stood for, what I agreed with and didn't agree with. And I was trying to discover my tribe. It was how I made lifelong relationships. It was how I became courageous. And it was how I learned to give to myself. So you might be asking yourself, why am I telling you all this? Well, earlier, I spoke about the definition of art. 
Well, I define art as a way to gain peace, not only for the peace it creates within me, but also as a peacekeeper. See, I believe that art can save the world. If we all lived every day as openly as we do with our art, life could be more honest. Life would be different if we could all express our views and concerns in our everyday lives without feeling caged or having to do it within society's limits. If we could live every day with the same figure, openness, curiosity, love and feeling of being safe that we do within art, life could be a kinder place. I wanna share another story with you today. My son, Evan, who is 15 right now, started a homeless drive in our community when he was just six years old. Children don't see obstacles. They don't see challenges, they just do. Although extremely grateful for the food these homeless human beings received and the blessing bags they received, it was the handmade cards made by young children that actually touched their hearts. The encouraging words that were written on these cards and the crayon drawings and happy faces, you know, stickers of happy faces and pieces of felt that were glued and, and uh, quite oftenly, often would come off of the cards as we were delivering them. But these cards became the gateway for the conversations that day. These small tokens created a level playing field that brought out emotion, empathy, feeling of acceptance and a openness to conversation between us and these people. For me, art represents humanity, a way that we can all feel connected regardless of our race, our gender, our beliefs. Beauty is beauty. It encourages us to think outside the box and perhaps even eliminates the box altogether. Art births some of the world's greatest thinkers. It empowers therapists to heal and helps us overcome our struggles and adversity. Art is healing. Even though we don't all believe ourselves to be artists, we are. Even though we may not always feel that we have unique talents or gifts, we do. Art is unapologetically accepting of all human beings. I want to encourage you all today to forget about how good you think your art skills are, how perfect you can color within the lines. And instead, think of how you can use art to express your views and your emotions. Here's a simple idea and an example of how art can save the world. My family and I decided to start a music program in Guatemala just weeks before COVID shut the airplanes down. We brought the gift of music, joy and laughter to preschoolers in small villages surrounding Panajachel, Guatemala. 
It was one simple, small idea that anyone could have come up with quite honestly, but that small idea created a ripple effect and still continues to do so. It became the catalyst for so much more. This project ended up being so much more than just ukuleles. The possibility of healing through music and the positive connections that were made from meeting, understanding, and learning about one another's culture was made possible through art, in this case, music. It was about realizing that our similarities were more meaningful, more important than our differences. But still, most of us, it was a way to bring hope. You see, I truly believe that art offers hope. It creates social change and awareness. Art is the gateway to connecting us worldwide through kindness and freedom of speech. It is 100% true that everyone can express themselves through art, regardless of where they live or how much money or resources they have. Whether art is displayed in the most prestigious galleries shared in a song or stories around a campfire or experienced through cultural tribal dance in Africa. It offers peace and a sense of community. Art creates and births dreamers, philosophers, writers, poets, and change makers. Art allows hope to rise when perhaps there was a feeling of hopelessness. Just like art and music saved me in high school, it continues to bring joy, acceptance, and freedom to my life. It's considered in all of my decisions and how I choose to live my life. We have a right to live in a world where we can express different political views and religious beliefs without sacrificing our lives and those we love. We have a right to use art to help neutralize power in the hands of the wrong people. And it can offer a state and place of refuge for so many. We have a right to equal opportunity, to shake hands with one another and to look each other in the eye. See, I imagine a world where we can offer peace, honor one another's opinions, lift each other, take a stand for justice for all, and ultimately use our art to make a statement and create a positive change. We all deserve to dream and we all deserve to have hope. We all deserve to be safe and be allowed to feel free to open our hearts, share our experiences, thoughts and views and to be listened to, to really be listened to. I believe that one of the most effective ways to do that is through art. And that is why I know that art can save the world. Thank you so much, everyone, for giving me this precious gift of your time and for opening up your hearts to this message that art can save the world. Just like we don't need to agree with one another, we don't need to like a piece of art to learn from it. We only need to accept it, to 
agree with not accepting it and to let its message be heard, not with judgment, but with an openness and an open heart. There's so much pain and suffering in our world today, but I have also witnessed love and kindness. We could all learn to communicate better and more effectively through art and learn ways to respect our differences of opinion because differences are just differences. Someone's truth is not wrong because, because it is not your truth. Opinions are not facts, they're merely opinions. Art continually changes me in my day-to-day -day life and constantly offers me new ways to see the world and its beauty and learn about what needs changing. Art allows me the possibility of freedom to express myself unaltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. And that is why I know that art can save the world. We just need to get out of our own way. You know, to wrap this up today, I would really like to ask each of you whether you believe yourself to be an artist or not. And remember, we're all artists. I invite you to create something in your own medium, in your own way, that tells the world who you are and shares what you stand for, what you believe in, perhaps don't believe in. I want art to be your safe space it would be so cool to actually see the art that you have created. I'm starting a project called Art Can Save the World. And with your permission and sharing your art with me, I would love to be able to share it in my project. If you do want to share what art means to you, if you do want to send a photo or a video of what you have created, and included in this project. I invite you to send me that picture video to hello at neliahut.com. That's hello at N-E-L-I-A-H-U-T-T.com. If you allow me to, I can share this with the world because art can and will save the world. Thank you. If you want to learn, you want to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. That was amazing. And I think you, you spoke the spirit of this virtual summit, how art can transform lives, can transform reality. You know, if we let it, we can do miracles. Well, thank you. Everything. Yes. Yeah. A world without art. I don't know. I can't picture my life without art in it. Um, I think I'd be so closed off. You know, I would just feel broken. I think I wouldn't have a way to express my feelings. And um, I've been there. I've done that where for years I didn't express my feelings. And it's, it's no way to live, you know. Well, it's not. Mm. <sighs> you know, it, you're, you're right. 
are allowed hope to rise. You know, it offers hope, on hope in the first place because we become more positive. We become more uh, tuning to our feelings. Mm -hmm. And we become more humane. So, you know, something that, that we need more of, more positivity in the world, you know. Absolutely. Can you imagine all the creative ways that we can figure out how to talk to people. Like if you don't agree with something or with somebody's view, there are so many, especially with us creative people, right? We can find a way, however it means to us. It may be different for me than for you, but there's so many creative ways to break down boundaries and to break down hatred, you know? And we just have to, we have to reach inside ourselves and find what works for us because honestly, like, the way the world is today and how I want to see it, we still got a long way to go, you know, but I think, I don't know. I, I just, I do see some improvements day to day. I think, especially with the new generation and my, especially my son's generation, um, I do see them opening up more and allowing themselves to be really who they are. And I think we can learn from them, you know? I think we need to inspire that. I think we definitely need, because they're the next generation. They're the ones that really got to see all the changes that's been happening in the world. Uh, so we definitely need to inspire that on them. Mm -hmm. You know, in a world that changes so rapidly, there's so much innovation. But with innovation comes change. It's changing your reality as you know, as you speak. Yeah. You know. So we need creativity because that's the only thing that makes us different in this world. And we are all creative. I believe that too, Nirika, 100%. You know, when I was younger, I used to hide my differences because I'm like, I just want to blend in with everybody. You know, I don't want to be called out because I think too much or I always, I always felt too much. You know, people were always like, oh, Nelia, you know, why do you feel so much? But that's how I am. Like some people, I don't know, there are different levels of emotion, right? But I think as you get older and you get more comfortable with expressing yourself, and that's why I love art so much because it did that for me, then you celebrate. And some, you know, some of the best parts of me that I hated growing up, just hated it, wouldn't talk about it, you know, felt like I had to hide it from everybody, was a shame are the parts that I love now the most, you know? And I don't think that would have happened without, without feeling, you know, for me, music is huge. It's not, it's not, you know, some people, they just play music. For me, I feel it. You don't have to be a musician to appreciate music. So for me, it's, it's not, it's not even, it can be the lyrics, but it doesn't have to be the, you know, you could go to a country and listen to a piece of music in a completely different language and it still moves you you don't have to understand the words like and sometimes it's the pauses in the music like the rests in the songs that are so powerful or the way a note is played is means so much more to me and affects me so much more than like this big solo you know it doesn't have to be perfect it just i don't know i think it just has to be real like experiment with it yeah, I think that's true. I love to listen to to music from other worlds, from other countries. 
mm. and you know German uh, sons. I don't have idea what to say, but they sound good. <laughs> I know my son is just learning a German song. It's pretty cool, but it's like you know when you celebrate, it's like being alone in the world. You know who wants to be alone when they're having a hard time? Nobody. Who wants to be alone when they want to celebrate their birthday? Nobody. It's the same for me with art. It's the first thing I go to when I'm depressed. And it's the first thing I go to when I'm celebrating something that happened that I'm happy about. You know, it's there all the time. It doesn't turn away from me. You know, I just have to turn toward it, you know? And you don't have to be perfect. No. And sometimes when you when you're not good at it is when you really enjoy it because you're not putting all this thinking into it you're just doing it naturally you know yeah just let your ideas flow you know whatever art form you choose to take there's so many uh i think they'll help uh kind of give a you know sharpen the knife of creativity <laughs> but definitely just let your ideas flow because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And everybody's ideas are worth something, you know, mm -hmm. don't ever let anybody tell you um, that you can't express yourself. You know, I've, I've also experienced that too. And it's, um, I don't know, it just changes who you are. It, it dampens all the good things about you, you know? Don't let anybody tell you that your art isn't good or that you can't, you know, you're silly for trying something or for doing something, you know, just do it for you. Well, I think people that say that really, they're a little jealous. <laughs> so they didn't dare to try. They, mm. they see that you try and, and they use reacting in not a very positive way. Mm. So why are you allowing that power? Yeah, but I think if when those people when we're with people that don't see it and don't agree with it, for me, it's like, okay, let's have a talk. Sit down. Let me show you why. And I think if we take the time to share with them how it makes us feel rather than what it looks like, like art isn't always about what it looks like, right? To me, it's all about the feeling. Like I was I was saying earlier. If we can get them to connect the feeling with the creation, maybe they'll change their minds. Maybe they will allow themselves a space to be imperfect, you know? Well, there's room for. Hmm. There's room for, for dialogue. There's room to educate. And, but sometimes it depends on the person. It depends where the background is and what it's coming from. You know, it depends their negativity level. Yeah. As well. I love that you, you're doing this virtual summit because for so many reasons, but you know, when you infuse the business with the art, no matter what kind of business owner you are, no matter if you're working nine to five, whatever it is you're doing, you know, for example, if you're a business owner and you want to get more out of the people that work with you. Or, or on your team, you know, come up with something fun and artistic, like a group activity or something to kind of bond the team together. I find it can relax everybody. I find that productivity goes up. 
you know, and it just have a little bit of fun, you know, work doesn't always have to be so, you know, harsh, you can do both. And I think that um, as a boss, you will see the changes, you will see people opening up, even in their daily tasks at work, to create something different or look at something in a different way. And I think they'll be more open to sharing their ideas when they feel like they can share their art, right? Well, art is used as a therapy form. So it does, it's scientifically proven that you can use it to heal and you can use it to bring unity and to express your feelings. So please, let's create. Yeah, let's share these messages, you know? All these speakers are so amazing. I enjoyed I enjoyed everybody. It was so great to hear, you know, the different perspectives and different ideas and it's incredible. And the fact that we're all here, you know, and we, we have different, you know, we're all willing to, to listen to each other. And, you know, maybe you don't agree with a hundred percent of what people said, but you were here and you listened and you opened your heart and you, you know, you just, you allowed it to happen. And I think it's great. I love this topic so much. So thank you, Mirka, for sure. Well, thank you for being here, for being part of this and being the part of the growing family of business and our infusion, because I think this is just the beginning because just the welcoming that has received so far, it say that is much needed. It's something that needs to keep happening. Yes, so, let's get louder. Instead of, yeah, do it for the people who don't have a voice, you know, let's do that. And let's share our messages with them so that they can feel like they can, you know? Yes, please. And share with our kids, share with the teenagers or next generation, because they need to hear as well. And sometimes they don't know on Facebook, so you have to go where they are. (laughs) It's true. It's true. And, you know, especially with iPads and, and all of these things now, but, you know, I, I watch my son and he's on the computer and he's still playing artistic games on the computer. I'm like, you know, what about the old fashioned, you know, pen and paper and, and, you know, other things, but um, he still goes back to that. You know, he still goes back to playing the piano and to do, I don't think you can, even if you're a teenager, you cannot erase it from your life. It's, it's always going to be there. Well, my kids, my kids, both of them actually use draw. They have their own, uh, uh, I, you know, pad. Yes. Amazing. They don't believe it, but they're amazing. I wish I have half of the talent they have. Mm. It's incredible. Like what this generation, they, they were born with the skills already. You know, yeah. they, they were born, they grabbed the iPad and that's it. <laughs> they were good. Okay, I gotta share with you, my drawings are really bad. So sometimes I'll just be doodling, you know, I'll just be thinking and it helps me, if I have a problem, it helps me work through the problem, right? So I'm doodling, I'm drawing some stuff and my son or my husband will come and he'll say, what are you drawing? And I'm like, it's my feelings. It doesn't matter how good it is. You don't need to know what it is, but it's making me feel better, you know? And I just, it, it just doesn't, it's okay. You know, so many people are, are great at different forms of art. But if you're not, don't stop creating just because you feel that you're not. Yeah. You know, because it's not about perfection. And there's not, 
you know, art is now like compared to uh, a sports. It, it doesn't make it, there's awards and stuff like that, but there's no such thing as competition. All arts are defined in their own mm. work, right? You don't get a gold medal for being good at art. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, you well, sometimes, you know, if you're, I don't know, if you're making movies and you're composing music to movies, sometimes they give awards out for that, but it's rare. It's yeah, not it's as common. Yeah, you, you have to go like, uh, you know, to get the Oscars and do all that stuff. And then that's, that's more about, <laughs> influence and all those stuff so yeah and it's one in a million right so yeah, yeah. well this has it, been it, wonderful you know i had somebody you. that's asking for hello uh where to send the art so you might be yes yeah, i really would love that i'd love to share because i i think it's gonna help people who can't express themselves through art i think it's gonna really open up the world so just email it to me you know, or send me an email. Um, it's hello at, and then just my name, NeliaHutt.com. I want to display it on my website and share it with people on my podcast. Um, yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be created by you. It can be, it can even be like a poem. It doesn't have to be, you know, like something that you've, you've drawn or you've created. It could be a video of something, anything at all. I would love to you know, and then we could put it together and share it with, with everyone. And, and it's just incredible to me because it's all going to be so different and I can learn from people through that. I'm not an art therapist by any means, but you can feel things, you know, and I love, like I lead with my heart all the time. So I would love to experience people's art. I would love that. I think people are agreeing, you know, Tomasa saying she loved writing poetry. Yes. You know, I did it once upon a time. Uh, I don't know what happened to them. And you know, Nurika, we're always so busy. And I, I think that the busier we are, the more we have to take the time to do the art because it keeps life in balance. Like I'm so busy, you're so busy. You know, we're all trying to, you know, do everything that we can to help people and to make life better. And it's, you know, sometimes people say they don't have time, but I argue that you choose what you do with your time. Even if it's 15 minutes, when you're that busy, you have to take that time. You have to take the 15 minutes. And then as you take the 15 minutes the first day and then the second day, you're going to be like, I really like this. And the next day will be half an hour and you'll find yourself finding more time for those things because it will really change how you think. It will change your energy, it will change the way you're thinking about all the other stuff you have to get done. You know, it's only going to help you, right? So no matter how busy you are, like, take that time, send me your artwork. I want, I'm dying to see it. I think it's going to be great. I won't say you might. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thanks for including me in, you know, in this. Um, I'm really very appreciative. So thank you. Thank and thank you. you for everything you're doing. Oh, my gosh. I love everything you're doing. I love everything you do, too. Uh, I love that ukulele project. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? We got the time. Oh, we have time? Okay. Yes. So um, 
on my next project, I'm hoping to hit the um, grade three, grade four. Uh, we did preschools the first time. I think I want to go a little bit older um, and maybe teach them a little bit as well, because I think in the preschools, it was great. We had so much fun and it was, I don't know, so beautiful. Like the kids just ran up to us and the kids just, they didn't even know why we were there. And they were like, oh my God, there's there's guests, you know, people from the other side of, of the world. And then once we brought out the ukuleles and everything, it's like they forgot how hungry they were and it was just music. They forgot, you know, about so many things. Like kids don't have, when you live in poverty, you don't have time to dream. Okay, that is the saddest thing in the world to me when you can't have dreams. You know, these parents and these children, um, even these children are working, you know, at six, seven years old, they're working and then they're going to school. They're putting in, you know, 12 hour days. And the parents are trying to put food on the table. They don't have time to say, talk, have a conversation with their children and sit them down and say, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? It doesn't happen. They don't have time. They're busy trying to put food on the table. And, you know, when we went, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to show them that you can dream. You can have things in your life to express how you feel, whether you're angry, whether you're scared, you know, all of these things. And I feel like we did that. And that really, you know, I get emotional all the time, but I want to do that, you know, twice a year if I can. It's just amazing. But I do want to try to teach the next group. So maybe a little bit older is what we're thinking. So I have about 10 people that I've had on my podcast that are actually going to join me the next time I go. So I'll keep you guys posted. Um, I would love to have anybody come. It'll be in Guatemala again. Yeah. And yeah, I just ask, you know, that when you come, you bring a couple of ukuleles with you, you know, so you can share them as well and bring your own gifts and, you know, you can come and maybe start a garden during that week that we're there or help in a different way. Or if you're an entrepreneur, you can teach the women there how to, you know, how to create their own business or there's so many things. You know, when I was there, I heard a lot of uh, people want to come and they want to give us money, which we appreciate. But what if you came here, you know, from Canada, from the States, from England, from Australia, all these places, and taught us some skills so that we can do what we need to do easier. That would sustain us longer than giving us some money. You know, thank you for the money for the food, but teach us how to do things in a better way where we don't have to break our backs, where we don't have to, you know, because I see some of the things they're doing. And I'm like, oh my God, they're easier way to do these things. So they just want people to come and to teach them and share their knowledge with them, you know, and it can really change the generation like it can really change their lives just come down join me teach english teach english to some of the kids in the ukulele project you know and show them what's possible so anybody wants to come like email me i'll put you on the list i'm so excited i love that and there's so many scenes that you say that i love uh but you definitely can put my name on that project yes Yes. And that's a promise. Uh, but I really want to say that what you say, it was amazing. We all have oh. the right to dream. 
Yeah, you know, without dreaming, I don't know where I would be. Like, I've been through some things and um, every day, every day I dream, you know, how, yeah. And it doesn't even matter if they come true. You know, most dreams don't come true and that's okay. But just having something to look forward to, anybody in life, you know, not living every day exactly the same. And we all have so many gifts and sometimes we don't know. Like we don't know that we're talented in something. Sometimes people have to help us bring that out, right? But when you figure it out and you figure out what you care about, you can make your own project too, right? So that's what I'm hoping actually to teach people is, you know, you want to create your own project, sort of like the ukulele, but your own thing. You know, contact me, we'll talk about it. And that's what lights me up. So it's just, I don't know, it's 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 the thing that got me through depression, through PTSD, it got me through anxiety. Um, it got me through feeling like I was in the Groundhog Day movie, you know, every day the same. You go to work, you come home, you take care of your family, you have, you make dinner, you do chores, you go to bed, you start again. Like, life shouldn't be like that. And I don't know, I just want people to know, like, you don't have to have money to make a difference. You know, just share your time. Like, I don't have a lot of money, but I fundraise. We can all do that. You know, if anybody wants to send a donation, like, please, you know, let's make this possible. Um, It's hard. It's not comfortable asking for donations. But when you remember why you're doing it and what happens on the other side, you start to get comfortable with it because that's the only way it happens. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, Nyerka, you have to, you have to come. We'll get a few, bun- you know, bunch of Airbnbs or we'll stay at some of the, the local homes that people invite you in and it's so affordable and oh my God, it's, it's so life-changing, honestly. I think everybody should take, if you're going on a vacation with your family, this is my, my hope, that if you're going on a vacation with your family and you are a person who likes to vacation in resorts, before you go, Research the area, see if you can, you know, it's great that people bring things for the kids. And I think that's great. But what else can we do? You know, like if you're going to Cuba and you're going to the resort, try for a day or two, even in that week, to just come up with something, get off the resort and help somebody out. Connect with somebody, you know, do some research before. Call up the, call up the, um, the, what do you call it? The hotel and and say, look, I'm going to be down there for a week and I want to help a family. You know, do you know of somebody and meet with them, you know, get off the resort for a couple of days. I think if you're out at a family vacation, what better lesson can you teach your children? Yes. Have the vacation. We all need to have relax, have a drink by the beach, do whatever you need to do to relax and just unwind. And, but I bet you that, that one experience during that week is what you will talk about when you get back, you know? And as we talk about it in the dinner table with our family, when we get back and, and our friends, then maybe the next family will want to do it. You know, it's not, these aren't difficult things. You just got to do them. Well, kindness, kindness is contagious, right? When we do something with a heart, And you know, I I started for selfish reasons. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Um, It helped me so much. 
it changed the way I felt about myself. It changed how much I, you know, I didn't always love myself and it changed how I, yeah, how I felt. It gave me appreciation, so many things. But then I realized, hey, when I'm helping other people, I get more than they do, you know? And yeah, so it's the first thing I recommend to people when they say they're struggling. Uh, thanks to me, when, when, when people are struggling with certain things, I'm like, hey, I, I, I know that this is gonna be the answer. Like, you need to do this and it's gonna heal you. It's gonna help other people. Like nobody loses and it doesn't have to cost money. It doesn't have to, you don't have to spend a lot of time. It's so doable. So yeah, I don't know. I just love art. I'm going to stop talking now. You said we had a few more minutes, so that's why I kept going. I can't wait to meet you in person when you come to Davie, Florida. Next month. Yes, I'm coming down to Florida. I'm so excited. First time travel in a couple of years since COVID. So this is going to be great. I can't wait to meet you. That'd be amazing. I love it. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.